Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show book marketing series. This is like a mini summit of the latest tips in marketing your book. Even if you haven't created a book yet, you're going to watch this if you're thinking about creating a book. If you create a written a book and haven't published it yet, or if you're trying to come up with ideas for a book, uh, try and come up with the best ways to market your current book, you're going to not want to miss any of these. I've brought in multiple mindsets. From A.J. Harper, who talks about creating a book that people must finish, to creating small books, the Shooks with Mike Capuzzi, to um, medium-sized books and getting them done fast with uh, Steve Gordon, to you know running your book ads with Alex Strathy. And we've got so much going on here. Lisa Tenner is going to talk to you about how to create a book proposal that gets published, which is going to be amazing. She's created books that have gotten everywhere and she's got a lot of insider tips. Mike Capuzzi is going to talk about the magic of short books. Uh, I think it's a great concept, especially initially in your business or if you just want to get something out there. We're going to have Michelle Prince talking about audiobooks and how to create them and how to use those in your marketing and to grow your sales. Mark Stern, I, I'm super excited for you to learn this one. He's going to talk about how to make books that are memorable are artifacts that people will not never forget and how to deliver those books to your ideal prospects and clients. Like I said, we're gonna have Steve Gordon on, Michelle Prince, Lisa Tenner, Carrie Overrunner is gonna talk about the guides marking your book using NFTs. Man, this is amazing. And what I want you to think about as you go through this is there's a lot of different concepts. What I want you to do is go through it all. Make sure you've downloaded to the entire series. If you haven't signed up for the series and watch this on YouTube, you can sign up down below. Um, not only are you going to get the entire series delivered in your email box, you're going to get a guide to the series. You're going to get some insider tips that are not going to be anywhere else. And it's going to make it easier for you to reference it. Why do I want you to do that? Because I want you to go through this entire series and watch it and then think about what, what rings with you, what rings well with your audience and pick one or two of these things. You shouldn't do everything at once, but find one. That's why I brought a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different authors, from the idea of your book as a business card to A.J. Harper, who doesn't want your book to be a business card. It's a breadth of an ideas, and you're like, well, Ian, I want to be told which way to go. The best way to go is for you to pick one or two things that works for you, that rings well for you, and then take action on it. You know, all these people provide services too. So make sure to follow them, like them, tell them you saw them on there. That will excite them. And they're all givers too. So if they, you reach out to them, you tweet them, they're going to respond. That's why I had these people on here because they're approachable too. They're super great at what they do. They have lots of success stories. So speaking of success stories, of course, this is sponsored by VideoCaseStory.com. And additionally, you're going to get access to um, the 10 ways that you can use video case stories to create and market your book. Uh, 10 great ideas to use video case stories. But, you know, if you don't have customer stories, you need those in your book. And we can help you collect, craft, and deliver those. So you can go to VideoCaseStory.com to learn more. But what I want you to realize is if you start with stories... It makes your book a whole lot easier, a whole lot better. But it, I want you to get a book done. So look at this. If you don't have your book done, go through these, some of these. If you've done your book and just falling flat on its face, you're, you're going to still want to watch all of these because you might want to adjust your book. You might want to change some of the contents. You might want to change how you're marketing. You might want to relaunch it. 
this I think is some of the best tips I've found out there. And it really has guided me for my upcoming books. Um, I'm going to have a book called how to create the perfect video testimonial, of course, kind of a bait and switch. And then my next book after that was uh, testimonial stink, but we've got a lot of books coming out. So make sure to follow us. And if you have any questions, just put your questions down below, respond, tell me what you think of the series. And going forward, we're going to do more series like this. What do you want to learn more about? Which experts can I find for you? But I really appreciate you being part of the Garlic Marketing Show. I really appreciate you downloading the whole book marketing series. And take action and let us know the action you take. Join Ian Garnick as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future. And the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. All right, as part of the Garlic Marketing Series on book marketing, I've got Alex here from Advanced Amazon Ads, and this is incredible. I mean, he's gonna show us the exact process for running Amazon ads, how to get, you know, they helped one client get 10,000 copies sold, how one client's just filling up his funnel with Amazon ads, the big profit myths with Amazon ads, the importance of the number of reviews that you have to get to and the right kind of reviews, when to start an Amazon ad campaign, an automatic one, who really makes money books, the hottest market right now, and the fact about selling courses from books. Uh, this is an awesome one. Alex, thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, so thanks so much for having me. And before we get started, don't forget this brought to you by videocasestory.com. One of the best ways to help promote your business in your book is through video case stories. And you should be using case stories in your book. Go to videocasestories.com to learn how to collect, craft, and deliver your customer stories. All right, let's get started. But let's just talk a little bit about how you got into Amazon ads. Yeah, I like to say never trust someone who doesn't walk with a limp. And uh, I, 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 actually, I stole that from a mentor of mine, actually. But essentially, I was an author. I was that author who had a book and no marketing plan. And Amazon Ads isn't right for everyone. Uh, it's just a tool that you can use as part of your strategy. And, and depending on your goals, you know, it might be right for you. But I just started out as that author. I am that didn't know how to sell their actual book. They wrote their book. They thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. And then they didn't sell any copies. And they were like, well, why aren't people running out of the woodwork to buy my book? Uh, and so that got me, led me down the path of, of Amazon ads. And two years later, after other authors then asked me, well, you know, how do you do Amazon ads? You, you seem to be doing it pretty well. Uh, you know, we, we now work with clients like Mike Michalowicz. You know, we've, we've worked on books by Dan Sullivan and, you know, over 300 books and half a million in ad spend later, here we are. So and Wow. And it's, you know, there's so much to unpack there. First of all, is sliced bread really that great? <laughs> <laughs> I prefer croissants personally. <laughs> but, you know, when you got started with Amazon ads, what were the biggest mistakes that you made? Yeah, biggest mistake is not paying attention to the experts early on. So within the author community and specifically the indie author community, which is where a lot of people begin, it's the only really community that's actually focused on Amazon ads. There, There's a reason for that and it's because there is a lot less money in indie books than there are in products on Amazon. And so investment follows you know, the, the pro where the profit is. And so there's a lot of investment that's gone into figuring out Amazon ads on the product side of Amazon, but not a lot of investment that's actually gone into figuring out Amazon ads for the book side of things. And so what you have is a lot of these authors who struck it rich when they launched their books 
five, 10 years ago because there was no competition for books on Amazon. They ran some Amazon ads, they did really well. And so then they've called themselves the Amazon ad, you know, Amazon ads for books gurus. And you try a lot of their methods and you'll find this time and time again, there's so many courses out there and I hear this from authors day in and day out. It's not just the fact that it's, you know, well, 10% of people will see success. It's that most authors who are running Amazon ads for their books are just not seeing success. And it's just because the, the tools out there available to them to learn Amazon ads effectively are just not great. And so that's why I recommend to anyone to pay attention to the people in the product world when it comes to Amazon ads. Oh, that's, I mean, it's smart, right? It's really smart to do that because it, you want to pay attention to the people who are on the high volume cutting edge. And, you know, that's why I always, you know, even though we were doing other types of marketing for attorneys, whatever, I always pay attention to direct response because you have to pay attention to the people who's really spending a lot of money and are losing a lot of money yeah. to figure that out. Yeah. So, but you figured it out and had some success. Let's talk about a few of those stories. Who have you helped? Sure, yeah, and I can't say that I figured it out all myself. I have a wonderful team. I actually stole them from the product world. Um, that was that was when re things really started to, to get a lot better is because just having the knowledge of, of people who have been working on product ads day in, day out has been fantastic. But yeah, we've been able to work on, uh, we helped Mike Michalowicz with his My, Bunny, My Money Bunnies launch, which he attributes a lot of the success of that launch to us, which is kind enough. If you go to our homepage, you'll see he's got a nice little video up there for us. Uh, so he's been a, a wonderful author to work with. We're actually going to be starting in July working with a book called Fix This Next, uh, which is a, a book he's had out for some time. And his goal, for a lot of you listening, this will sound similar to what you're looking to do with your book, which is with his goal with his book is actually to drive leads into the back end funnel where he's selling, you know, where he's got a, a platform of basically business coaches that he gets a, a cut from. Other authors we worked with, I, I pulled a few books out here. Ed Rush, he has this book called The 21 Day Miracle. We brought him on uh, last June and his book was selling around 10 to 20 copies a month and that wasn't doing much for him. He had this fantastic launch on Amazon where he was ranked, I think in the top 100 on all of Amazon. He was selling thousands of copies a day and it just kept getting better. And then he had someone jump in and do ads for Amazon ads. They killed his relevance in his account and his book just stopped selling. And you'll see this because that's one of the, the false, the false messages that you'll get from Amazon ads for authors is that, you know, you can just run a bunch of random keywords and that long-term is going to sell your book well. And what it does is actually for most authors, it kills your relevance. And so he had that happen to his book. And so he started working with us and now he's back over selling a hundred copies a month and what he cares about. Ian is the back end. What he wants to do is he wants to sell, uh, sell seats to his live events. And this is his primary way of doing that. People come into his funnel. He has a fantastic funnel built on the first page here. You can see he's got a free bonus for those of you that are watching. Um, this page converts at about 30%. So for every 10 people that buy his book on Amazon, three of them actually end up coming into his back end, into his funnel. And then those are people he then sells courses to, sells uh, tickets to, to his events for. And so it's worked out really well for him. Like I said, we've been working with him almost for, for a year now. Uh, and it's it's his primary way of, of building his list. Any questions about uh, that one, Ian? So, you know, when you said his uh, that offers can, that page is converting at 30%, are you all yeah. working with him on, like, does he adapt that page? Is there anything going on there for optimization for that page? And are, is, are the ads matching that message? 
He's, he just knew what he was doing. He's done this a few times, so he had a, a really good bonus in place. We didn't have to help him with that, but we do have authors that we bring on where we do help them figure out what is their best reader magnet, is what we call it, uh, that you can place within that book to help them optimize the amount of people who go into the back end. Because as we all know, Amazon hides that data from us, hides the sales data. We don't get to know who's actually buying our book. And oftentimes that's the really useful information. And so the whole goal is once someone's picked up your book, you wanna make sure that you're optimizing the amount of people that are picking up your book that actually then decide to take that next action and reach out to you because there's no better no better subscriber or follower than someone who has actually read your book because it's someone who has invested significant amount of time into getting to know you. Yeah, I think that's a great point. So did Ed have also an audiobook and is that part of your strategy too? It does, yeah. So audiobooks are huge. For a lot of our authors, that's 50% of their revenue is actually going to come from that audiobook. It's going to be a way to recoup the cost. So in the same way that you have a book funnel on Facebook, right? You offer you know, you have the, the order bump and then, you know, you, you have uh, multiple pages, you get their information, whatever, free plus shipping, whatever, however you're doing your book funnel, right? On Amazon, we have a similar book funnel methodology, right? So for, so for Ed, the more things he's able to sell, like the audiobook, the more the ads are going to be profitable, right? The more versions of your book that you have to offer, the more you're going to be able to reach those readers who you know prefer an audio experience like someone who's listening to this show right you prefer an audio experience and so having that audiobook is going to be crucial for one recouping the cost of your ads and then two just being able to reach readers who aren't going to pick up a, an ebook or a paper yeah and i've heard for a lot of authors like their written book is just a way to sell more audiobooks uh, yeah there's and there's other strategies too like hayden crab or not hayden crab chandler bolt he's like one of my favorite people to follow in book marketing here on self-publishing school you know, he talks about even the referral bonus that you get when someone goes and if they, if you're like, if you do the Amazon trial for downloading with their book, Amazon will pay them $5 per person that signs up for an Audible trial with their, because of their book. If they actually sign up for an Audible account, Amazon will pay them $10. Uh, and so you can actually make a lot of money just from the Amazon referrals of people signing up for Audible because they're there to get your book. So there's multiple ways to monetize your book with an Audible or an audio version. And with Ed, how fast did it start working? It's a good question. We have a three month minimum and because that's really how long it takes for, to test, figure out what's actually gonna work for your book. There is no you know, one set approach for that, that's gonna work for every single book. Every book is gonna have a different readership. It's gonna have a different market. It's gonna have a different uh, relevance to the general population on Amazon. That's the most important thing really to consider is for the average person who's searching on Amazon, how relevant is this to them? Because your your advertising approach, like let's say you have a book about you know back pain, right? Everyone can suffer from back pain uh, who's going to be on Amazon. But if you have a book specifically about I don't know, a keto diet, not everyone's gonna be on a keto diet. And so depending on the book, you're gonna need a very different approach. And so it can take anywhere from three months to six months to really figure out what's going on with the, with the nice, book. Nice, nice. How long yeah. is now, is Ed just continuing to run ads? Yeah, it, it is set, we improve. The great thing about Amazon ads is the higher your rank, the more you get, and this is, we can talk about, I don't know if you wanna talk about this now or later, the holy grail of Amazon is actually not just with your Amazon ads, but actually trying to get your book to rank against other books on Amazon. And so when you start, when Amazon starts to see cross readership, like for example, you know, we were talking about gap selling before this. Like, let's say you have that book starting to align with, you know, the little red book of selling, I think is another good, you know, selling book on, on Amazon. Let's say you have 200 people who read book A and 200 and those same 200 people read book B, then Amazon is going to start to organically advertise that book to the, on the other book's product page. 
And so this is where, it, with, if you have a big investment in Amazon ads in the short term, it's great. You'll get a return on your, your ads if you can figure out how to, how to get them right. But over the long term, what you're actually doing is you're getting sticky. And so we have a lot of authors, like we work with uh, Alan Dibb. He wrote a book called The One Page Marketing Plan, amazing marketing book. And that book, if you look, you can't go, you can't search on Amazon without seeing that book just everywhere because that book has so such strong cross readership with other books that it's appearing organically on the product page. If you've ever seen, and if you've ever seen the like customers who bought this also bought or customers who clicked this also clicked on Amazon. Have you seen those? You can't, you can't buy those placements. You can't buy those placements. Those placements come from organically ranking with those books. And so with going back to Ed's book in 21 day miracle, what we've been able to do is get him to appear on so many of the books now where his sales are increasing, even though his ads aren't doing anything different month over month, his sales are increasing because he's getting sticky on these other books. Love it. And that's an amazing thing. And I can imagine too, the longer people, I mean, obviously the more people see the book, there's just that marketing piece too, right? The longer it, they see it, the more often they see it, the more likely it Rule of seven. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So I want to talk a little bit more about that holy grail in a minute, but tell me another success story. Cause I mean, this is fantastic. Yeah. So we got another one here pulled off the shelf. You'll see these books behind me. A lot of them are, I always like to buy our clients books just cause I think it's, you know, they're your client. You should be investing in them. So this book, Neurofeedback 101 launched, I want to say March of 2020, right in the heart of COVID and or right at the beginning of COVID. And you know, like there's nothing to do with a book launch when the whole world's locking down. And so they went exclusively with an Amazon ads approach. And now, you know, two years later, he's sold close. To, he's closing in on 10,000 copies sold just from Amazon ads. It's a hot topic, neurofeedback. It's related to psychology, uh, trauma recovery. So it is in a hot space, but that's another great area, you know, different from Ed's book where I would say his use case was more, everyone's got a self-help book on Amazon. It's very hard to stand out. And so that's not necessarily a niche where there's a lot of supply is basically equal to demand. You know, there's no shortage of self-help books on Amazon. So to stand out is very difficult. If you have a book that is somewhat in a space that's doing really well, or you've positioned your book in a way that it addresses a market where there's more demand than supply, like Neurofeedback 101, Amazon ads can just be a rocket ship. Gotcha. And what was the process to getting the Amazon ads working for Neurofeedback 101? It's uh, so we use a, I'm sure, and this is where you won't hear people on the Amazon ads for authors side even just talk about this platform. But you mention it to anyone who's done Amazon ads on the product side, and they'll be like, well, yeah, that's like the first thing you sign up for Helium 10. It's a lot of back end keyword research initially to figure out what is going to be the metadata that's going to work best for this book running those campaigns. And then once you've built up a high relevance with Amazon, then you are able to run more broad campaigns like auto campaigns and say to Amazon, well, okay, now you decide what I should be targeting based on now, you know, my reader data, we don't recommend usually running auto campaigns or any type of broad campaign until you're above at least three, 400 copies sold just because Amazon needs more. And I'm not talking about like, you know, you and your 300 closest friends, right? Amazon's not going to be able to build a reader profile. What you need is 300 strangers to buy your book. Amazon's going to have reader, a reader profile data, right? They know who's bought your book and so they can start to actually make good recommendations with those broad and auto campaigns. Uh, so that was the approach that we took with Neurofeedback 101. Right, so what point, is there a trigger point or do you just look for numbers sold when to start those auto, the auto campaigns? Numbers sold. It, that's the biggest part is just you need you need to have copies sold or and, and I'm not talking about you need copies sold from your Amazon ads. You know, these, this is, can be from your book launch, but you need an audience that is actually genuine or Amazon has data that they see that that type of reader buys 
that type of reader buys certain books, right? If you're buying gap selling, you know, you're going to buy all the other sales books as well. You're going to buy all the other marketing books as well. It needs to be a reader who is heavy in that space who buys those types of books. And that's why, you know, you can't just get like your mom, your dad, and I don't know, your 300 cousins to buy your book because they probably read fiction. Your mom probably reads like, you know, like romantic fiction on her Kindle on the beach and she's going to kill your relevance. Like if, if she's the only person buying your book, she's going to kill your relevance, man. So that, that's why we have a recommend. Usually we, we wait until we hit a certain threshold before we run. That's interesting like because that. that relevance, you know, it should determine your reader group then too, right? Exactly. So Neurofeedback 101, tons of copies sold. What has that done for, you know, was there a back end to that business? Yeah, it wasn't even about the back end. Now, this is most authors should not should go in with the understanding that one to five percent of authors who run Amazon ads for their books are actually going to be profitable on that book alone. It is possible, but what you really need to do is you need to be at the intersection of an amazing product, which every author, you know, I don't think I've if I had a nickel for every time I had an author come to me and say, no, but this is the book. This is the one that's going to sell well. And I'm like, no one's going to write a book and not believe that their book is going to be you know, the next thing since croissants, we'll go with croissants since we're moving on from sliced bread, but it's, you know, no, no author is going to come to you and be like, oh, I have the worst book in the world. Like every, every author is going to come to you and be like, I have the best book ever. But if you really do have a great product and I mean, you know, you've actually, the best thing I've heard about what makes really great content in a book is trying it out with people that you actually being a teacher of that book, of that content, right? If you've taught a hundred people or a thousand people, the content in your book, that's gonna make for a really great book because it's really tried, tested, people have seen results. If you're someone who's like, oh, I have a theory about how something works and you write a book about it, I've, I've just, I haven't seen that translate as well into into the, the book actually being of, of high content. But that's unrelated to Amazon ads. I could go on and on about books in general. But yeah, bringing it back to the, the person who's going to make money on their book is going to be someone who's at the intersection of they, they really do have a truly great piece of content. They've been able to get a lot of reviews early on. That's also a big part that we see. We usually don't bring on authors until they're at least above 100 reviews. And then the third is that they're in a market where there's just more demand than there is supply. Right now, you know, the, the hottest market I would say, and that is just not hottest because it is a truly a market that is changing lives. You know, you can see that with The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk is, you know, trauma recovery. It's a very big space right now. Real estate also, there's a lot of really well-performing real estate books. But yeah, bring it back to, I'd say one to 5% will actually make money in their book. Above that, authors need to understand, you know, what is their backend? Uh, and the one of the ways that you can kind of surefire, solidify that, you know, your ads ROI is going to be worth it is by having a robust backend. And I don't just means in the book, your book being a brochure for all the courses that you sell. No one, I need to repeat this and I'll say it very slowly, no one is going to buy your course from your book. No one is going to read a, a page in your book and say, I need this person's course right now. What they will do is they will read your book. If your reader free reader magnet is compelling enough, then they will reach out to you to, to get on your email list. Then through a few months of providing them value through an email list, then they're going to be ready to buy your course. We have a lot of authors who are like, I'm going to write a book. It's going to sell a $300 course and I'm going to be rich. It's not going to work that way. You need to nurture, you need to provide value and long-term you will sell that course. For Neurofeedback 101, it's a different case. This author works with people. He works out of Florida, I mean, up in your neck of the woods, actually, I, I believe. He has a, a neurofeedback clinic and he has clients who come in and he doesn't have a, any type of a funnel set up in his book. That was never the intention. His book was actually meant more of a thought leader piece. So, you know, it wasn't even a, a robust marketing plan around it. You know, like I said, all, really all he's done is just Amazon ads. He's done a couple podcasts as well, but we've done some research there and it hasn't actually moved that many books for him. And then, so for, uh, for him, he sees people come into his clinic all the time saying, 
you know, he'll ask him, how'd you find out about us? You know, driving a few hours just to get to him, you know, saying, he'll say, how'd you find out about us? And he'll be like, oh, I read your book. So it really, I mean, it, it is. And, and for him, you know, it's not a funnel. It's just, he's got a great book out there. He really knows the content. And so he has people walking into his clinic saying, well, I read your book and, and that's why I'm here. So different funnels look only for different authors, just depending on their goals. It is fantastic. And I'm glad you talked about not being just a brochure because I think that's important. I think you could get away with that maybe 10 years ago because there were, there's so many books out there. Now. Yeah, it's yeah. competitive. It's, it's very crazy. competitive. And so when it comes to, to you know launching a book and really being successful with the book, what are the big mistakes you've seen authors make? Because you've, you've done it at a high level with a lot of people. What are the biggest mistakes? Bill Gladstone, who's a literary, he was literary agent to Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, some of these major, major authors. He says, if you're going to spend a thousand hours writing the best book in the world, you better be willing to spend a thousand hours marketing it. And that's just so true because people think that they'll write the book and they'll hire a couple people and that'll take care of it. And if you hire good people, that's great, but good people are gonna be expensive. People who really know what they're doing are not going to be cheap. And if you just buy, you know, if you just pay the people who, you know, are kind of on the cheaper end, it's not gonna do much for you. And so if you don't have a huge budget, you need to be willing to put in the grunt work yourself. And so when it comes to marketing, you need to understand who are the influencers in your space, right? Whether it's blogs that you're gonna be getting on. And all of these different copies, all the different copies sold add up, right? So for example, we have an author, Ruth Cohn. Uh, she has a wonderful book working with childhood developmental recovery for child, something along the lines of you know recovery from trauma as a child and she has a she this past month we had our best month on amazon uh, in terms of her ads and you're able to very clearly see what are my sales that are coming in from my ads and what are my sales that are coming in from elsewhere she had her best she was uh her books were displayed at bessel vandercock's conference up in new england a couple weekends ago her books started to sell really well you know uh, just from sales from people seeing her at the conf seeing her name at the conference seeing her books at the conference people went back both that so that then generated amazon it said to amazon hey look there's copies being sold of this book so all of us suddenly her ads took off her ads started to do really well because what you see when amazon the, the ranking improves there's there's multiple things going on amazon sees the ranking they're like oh this is a book that's selling your Amazon ads gonna work better. And those Amazon ads are separate sales. They're not the same people who are searching for, and we can tell because what they're searching for from the event is you know, her name uh, and those sales show up separately. What we see on the Amazon ads dashboard is, okay, we targeted this book and this person read it, right? Now it's also people who are seeing her name in multiple places, but that's my point is you need to have a multifaceted approach to your marketing. You'd be showing up in blogs, you'd uh, be seeing what conferences you can speak at, you know, getting on podcasts. Now podcasts won't move a lot of books unless it's the, the your readership is so closely related to the listener base of a podcast. If you're just like a marketing guy, uh, let's say, you know, you, I think I, it, it has to be super related. I was, I was trying to think of an example there, but it, it has to be incredibly related. And unless you're getting on a podcast with, you know, at least a thousand plus listeners even with a thousand plus listeners you might sell five to ten books right it's not unless you're getting on the podcast where you're you know at a hundred thousand that you're actually doing anything but man if you're if you're in that if you're in the beginning like or gary v right he talks about like when he started wine his wine channel you know he would get on literally everything like you know even if they had like three followers or like three views he would get on that and that's what it's all about if you have a book that you are serious about you know a lot of people think that oh i'm just gonna put out a book and it's just gonna do really well but you, you it, it's like anything else. Like you just need to be putting in the time, the effort to do those little things. And then those little things contribute to other things. If you have some organic sales on Amazon, then you can start to run Amazon ads. Then those start to work and everything. It's a flywheel effect. Flywheel yeah. effect. You, you understand. Yeah. It. it seems overwhelming. It seems overwhelming. But <laughs> can you tell me, 
basically, can you give me step by step the process of Amazon ads, how that works, so that someone can get a clear overview of if they did it themselves? And if you go to advancedamazonads.com, you also have a little course on there too, right? On Amazon ads. Yeah, and I don't have a free course. That's or I don't have a paid course. That's not like some funnel where you do the free course and it takes you to the paid course. This is literally what we do with our books. It gives you the how to build out the tools that we use for our books. For the authors who come to us that we can't work with, I usually just send them to this course because it tells them exactly what we do. Just uh, give, obviously, you know, what we do is always changing, but updated that course just a few months ago. So it is pretty up to date. So people will get the full thing of what we do. Like no secrets here. Like take that course. It'll show you how to do it. Can you give me an overview of what's in the course. How do you set up Amazon ads? Oh, the, yeah, the intro. All right. So here's what I'm going to tell you to do initially when you get into your ads account, you get that set up from your KDP account and you're, you're going to run ads. What you're going to want to do is you're going to find the 100 closest titles to your book. And you're gonna wanna pull the IS, ASIN and the ISBN, and you're gonna pull those separately. Uh, the reason why is because you're gonna only target eBooks with your eBook, and you're gonna target paperbacks with your paperback. You don't wanna cross it over because your relevance will be lower. Amazon's always trying to steal traditional readers into the, the Kindle eBook world. So you'll end up spending a bunch of your money, the ASIN on the eBook side, and then when you click on the paperback side, you'll see the ISBN 10. Those are the two you'll wanna pull. You want to pull a hundred ASINs of books that are, and I'm talking about books that are very closely re related to your book. And then you want to pull a hundred ISBNs. And then you're going to pull, you're going to think about what are the 100 keywords or phrases that people are going to be searching, are going to be typing into Amazon when they're looking for my book. And so that's the research portion that you're going to start off with is finding a hundred relevant keywords, phrases. You're going to be finding a hundred ASINs and a hundred ISBNs. Then once you have that data, you're gonna throw those into uh, three manual campaigns and you're gonna be prepared to bid a bit higher to, to start out. So a bid of 53 cents, 63 cents, it's not gonna be super surprising. We usually find that fixed bids work best just because you're able to actually, you have more control over the, the, the data, you're able to optimize better. You know, you're actually able to know, okay, am I breaking even on a, on a 73 cents cl click as opposed to a 53 cents click? Well, if you have, if you don't have fixed bidding, then that can go all over the place. So I'm trying to trying to give you as specific as I can without confusing the people who are listening at home. You're like, what the heck is he talking about? And so, yeah, so I would start off with the research is just really crucial to get that right. And then you're gonna throw those into three manual campaigns. For the keyword campaign, you're gonna target your ebook and your paperback. For your ASN, you're gonna target the ebook. And for the ISBN, you're gonna target the paperback. With something to note here, a lot of authors get called up when they're creating their, their campaigns. They get called up thinking about, oh, well, you know, my 100, Amazon only allows you to customize your ads with 150 characters of text. There's no video for most authors. Some traditional authors like Mike Michalowicz, traditionally published authors have access to some other features, some some cool bells and whistles that Amazon provides. For those, you're in kind of in a little bit of a different boat. For, but for most self-published authors who are just trying to build their book with their business, all you can do to customize your ad is 150 characters of text. You can pull this out. Of, I think a way to do this is just, just to pull this out of a review, like a really good review that's been left on your book. Or, you know, if you've written really good sales copy for your product page, which is a crucial part. I could probably go on a whole nother 10 minute tangent just about the product page. If you've done all those, you know, you can pull all the, pull it from any of those places, but don't get caught up on it. The 150 characters of text doesn't even get shown on when people are viewing ads on mobile. They only get shown when, when people are actually searching uh, on your computer. And so if you get caught up trying to test a B test, your 150 characters of text, you're spending your time on the wrong thing. What you need to be spending your time on is your targeting, your your bids, negating keywords, things like that. So those are that's kind of my quick overview is how, how to get started and where not to pay attention to. Um, last thing not to pay attention to is just, you know, you, there's a lot of other bells and whistles that Amazon provides you with, whether it's top of search placement, whether it's uh, product page placement, 
Don't worry about any of that. Right now, when you're just getting started, just focus on getting your research right and making sure, you know, making sure that your your bids are, are right. One thing I left out here real quick about the ISBNs and the ASINs is you want to make sure that you are those ASINs and those ISBNs are ranking 50,000 or below. If you're it's kind of like putting a billboard in the middle of Kansas uh, on some random road. It's great if you have that billboard up, but like who's going to be driving past a billboard on some random road in Kansas, right? The same thing is happening if you're targeting a book with a rank of like 300,000 on Amazon. That's not going to do anything. So these 100 AS ASINs, ISBNs, they need to actually be on of books that are selling well. And you know they're selling well if their rank is below 50,000. So I know that was a lot to button it up, get your research right, make sure that it's not in the middle of Kansas on a random road, billboard wise, and then don't get caught up by the bells and whistles of Amazon. That's how I'd summarize that. That was awesome. So there's a lot of detail there and I love it. And obviously someone can listen to that over and over. You can go get the Amazon ads course at advancedamazonads.com or you can hire you guys. And this has been incredible. Thank you, Alex, so much. You know, thanks for being a part of the series. Obviously, you're an expert. So we'll put a link to advancedamazonads.com. There's the course on there. You have a podcast on there, too. And tell us a little bit about the podcast. Sure, yeah. So we interview top-selling authors just to hear about. A lot of them have... I love authors. I love books. I grew up initially... You know, as a kid, I grew up in Australia, and I had grandparents in Michigan. My mo mother's American, and so we'd come over on Christmas Christmas breaks, and I'd walk into their house, and their house was, I kid you not, lined from floor to ceiling with bookshelves and books. Uh, and so I grew up around just this love of books, and when my grandfather passed away, they found like hundreds of books, uh, hundreds of overdue library books that were just sitting around that were never returned from like 1970s, and, and it, was, it was crazy. But just I have such a love of, of books where I was like, I, I just love being surrounded by authors. I find them to be interesting people, and I think they have some really cool things to say. So I interview authors like we had Daniel Pink on just recently. We've had Bessel van der Kolk of The Body Keeps the Score. And I get from them two things. One, I dive into the topic of their book because I think as entrepreneurs, we're always, we can get a little bit too tunnel visioned at times. And so it's good to kind of like be able to broaden our horizons and see what's out there. And then two, if you are an author or you're someone who wants to have a better impact in the world, what better way to understand how to do that than to learn that specifically from the people who are already successful at that, right? It's like you having Mike Michalowicz, right? It's like, you know, learning from these experts can save you literally years and so that's what I'm trying to do with my podcast is one, kind of take you out of that tunnel vision and then two, give you the actual blueprint to be able to yeah, have an impact at these people. Actually, Mike dropped a really cool, he was just on the the podcast and you all have to check out the episode, but he dropped what, like one of the, a really ninja $25 marketing trick that you got to go listen to the other episode of Mike's. It's, I got to go find I'll that I'll tell now. you after the show. Yeah. <laughs> He's such He's a good guy. so many of those. He's, he's just got so many. Oh my God. He's yeah. got so many at the ready. It's, uh, yeah, you gotta get, it was yeah, great. I it go was great episode because we were just talking about book marketing. Well, this is awesome. And so you've got the podcast. We'll send people links there. Where, where are you most active on social media? Uh, probably LinkedIn. So uh, I, would, I would probably check out right. on, on LinkedIn. And Alex, one last question. And this is a tough one. And if you don't want to answer it, that's fine. What's the one book you read the most? Ooh, nonfiction, well, probably in nonfiction space. One I, a book I've read the most, like as yeah. I've picked it up and read yeah. it the most well, times. Yeah, both, give me both. 
Book I've picked up the most amount of times is probably Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's, it's not business related, spiritual all the way. So it's you just have book. to go check that one out for yourself. He's got a really cool background on, on how Eckhart Tolle actually, he, he never wanted to promote any of his stuff. Uh, and then like one of his friends put his book in the hands of a friend of Oprah who put that book in, Oprah, in Oprah's hands. And yeah. that's why we all know Eckhart Tolle is because of that one little moment, right? So there's a book marketing tip is uh, get, you know, get Oprah <laughs> to recommend your book, right? That's super easy. A book that, I mean, just kicked off, honestly, my entire life of, of business is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. You just, like, I always recommend for people who are wanting to get into, you know, reading and, and specifically nonfiction books and reading to better themselves. That's just like the ultimate self-help book of, of all time. And you just, they're timeless timeless pieces of advice that'll serve you no matter what industry you are in, whether you're an artist or you're a digital marketer. I'm assuming everyone who's listening to your show, if they're listening to the show, they've probably read that book at some point, but it's a good one. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Alex, thank you yeah. so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. I really appreciate it. I am such a pleasure. Uh, I, I've been listening to the Garlic Marketing Show for, for a while and it's provided me with so much useful information, whether it's HubSpot, uh, or getting on podcasts, all the above. So I, I love it so much, and I hope you keep putting out amazing content. Oh, thank you. And thank you all for taking Alex and I on our journey. Make sure to go check out Advanced Amazon Ads and uh, take some action. Get this done. Video. You know it will make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.